Sahih al-Bukhari. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Bukhari. The English translation is by Dr. Muhammad Mursin Khan. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. Sahih al-Bukhari The Book of Cultivation and Agriculture Chapter on the Superiority of Sowing Seeds and Planting Trees If Some of the Product Is Eaten by People or Animals The Statement of Allah Then tell me about the seed that you sow in the ground. Is it you that make it to grow? Or are we the grower? Were it our will, we could crumble it to dry pieces. Quran Chapter 56 Verse 63-65 Narrated Anas bin Malik, May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, There is none amongst the Muslims who plants a tree or sows seeds, and then a bird or a person or an animal eats from it, but is regarded as a charitable gift for him. Chapter on what is to be afraid of the results of indulging in the agricultural mechanical equipment or to transgress the prescribed limits. It is narrated Abu Umama al-Bahili saw some agricultural equipments and said, I heard the Prophet peace be upon him saying, There is no house in which these equipment enter except that Allah will cause humiliation to enter it. Footnote The hadith indicates that the profession of cultivation is often a source of oppression and humiliation, especially under the feudal system. By indulging in this work, one may neglect jihad in Allah's cause and other important Allah's obligations. It is also said that this hadith is concerned with those living near the enemies. If they get busy in agriculture and left jihad, the enemies might overcome and humiliate them. Of course, the hadith should not be taken literally. Farming is not undesirable in itself, but we should beware the results of indulging too much in it. Fath al-Bari Chapter on Keeping a Watchdog for the Farm Narrated Abu Hurairah May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Whoever keeps a dog, one qirad, of the reward of his good deeds is deducted daily, unless the dog is used for guarding a farm or cattle. Abu Hurairah, in another quotation, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Unless it is used for guarding sheep or farms or for hunting. Abu Hurairah added, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Unless a dog is kept for guarding cattle or for hunting. Narrated Asai bin Yazid Abu Sufyan bin Abu Zuhair, a man from Az-Dishinu'a and one of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, If one keeps a dog which is meant for guarding, neither a farm nor cattle, will get a daily deduction of one qirat of the reward of his good deeds. I asked, 
Did you hear this from Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him? He said, Yes, by the Lord of this mosque. Chapter on Employing Oxen for Ploing Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, While a man was riding a cow, it turned towards him and said, I have not been created for this purpose, that is, carrying. I have been created for plowing. The Prophet, peace be upon him, added, I, Abu Bakr, and Umar believe in this story. The Prophet, peace be upon him, further said, A wolf caught a sheep, and when the shepherd chased it, the wolf said, Who will be its guard on the day of wild beasts, when there will be no shepherd for it except I? After narrating it, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I, Abu Bakr, and Umar, too, believe it. Abu Salama, a sub-narrator, said, Abu Bakr and Umar were not present then. Footnote The Prophet, peace be upon him, talked on behalf of Abu Bakr and Umar, because he was sure that they would believe the story when they heard it. Footnote It has been written that a wolf also spoke to a shepherd during the Prophet's lifetime, near Al-Madinah, as narrated in Masnad Imam Ahmad. In the Masnad of Abu Sa'id Al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him, Volume 3. Narrated Abu Sa'id Al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him, while a shepherd was in his herd of sheep, suddenly a wolf attacked a sheep and took it away. The shepherd chased the wolf and took back the sheep. The wolf sat on its tail and addressed the shepherd, saying, Be afraid of Allah. You have taken the provision from me which Allah gave me. The shepherd said, What an amazing thing! A wolf sitting on its tail speaks to me in the language of a human being. The wolf said, Shall I tell you something more amazing than this? There is Muhammad, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, in Yathrib, Al-Madinah, informing the people about the news of the past. Then the shepherd, after hearing that, proceeded towards Al-Madinah, driving his sheep till he entered Al-Madinah, cornered his sheep in a place, and came to Allah's Messenger, Muhammad, peace be upon him, informed the whole story. Allah's Messenger ordered for the proclamation of a congregational prayer, Salah, Salat al-Jami'ah. Then he, peace be upon him, came out and asked the shepherd to inform the people about his story. And he informed them. Then Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, He, the shepherd, has spoken the truth. By him, Allah, in whose hands my soul is, the day of resurrection will not be established till beasts of prey speak to the human beings, and the stick lash and the shoelaces of a person speak to him, and his tie informs him about his family as to what happened to them after him. Masnad Imam Ahmad, Volume 3 In the Masnad of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri See Hadith 3663 Chapter on It is Permissible for One to Say to Another Look after my date palm trees, or other trees, and share the fruits with me. Narrated Abu Huraira, 
May Allah be pleased with him. The Ansar said to the Prophet, peace be upon him, Distribute the date palm trees between us and our emigrant brothers. He replied, No. The Ansar said to the emigrants, Look after the trees, water and watch them, and share the fruits with us. The emigrants said, We listen and obey. Chapter on the Cutting of Trees and Date Palm Trees Anna said, The Prophet peace be upon him ordered that the date palm trees be cut down, and they were cut down. Footnote The date palm trees referred here to are those of the mosque of the Prophet, peace be upon him, which were cut down during its construction. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, got the date palm trees of the tribe of Bani Nadir burnt and the trees cut down at a place called Al-Buwayra. Hassan bin Thabit said in a poetic verse, The chiefs of Bani Lu'ai found it easy to watch fire spreading at Al-Buwayra. Footnote The trees were burnt and the palm trees were cut down to make an open space for fighting. Chapter on Renting the Land Narrated Rafir bin Khadij We worked on farms more than anybody else in Al-Madina. We used to rent the land at the yield of specific delimited portion of it to be given to the landlord. Sometimes the vegetation of that portion was affected by blights, etc., while the rest remained safe and vice versa. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade this practice. At that time, gold or silver were not used for renting the land. Chapter on Temporary Sharecropping Contract on the Basis of Dividing the Yield into Halves, One for Each Partner or on Other Basis Narrated Abu Ja'far All the emigrants in Al-Madina used to cultivate the land for the Ansar on the condition of having one-third or one-fourth of the yield. Ali, Sa'ad bin Malik, Abdullah bin Masoud, Umar bin Abdul Aziz, Al-Qasim, Urwa, and the families of Abu Bakr, of Umar, and of Ali, and Ibn Sirin cultivated the land of Abdurrahman bin Yazid on the basis of taking a portion of the yield. Umar made a deal with the people that if he provided the seeds, he would get half of the yield, and if they provided the seeds, they would get so and so much. Al-Hassan said, There is no harm if the land belongs to one, but both spend on it, and the yield is divided between them. Al-Dhuhri had the same opinion. Al-Hassan said, There is no harm if cotton is picked on the condition of having half the yield. Ibrahim, Ibn Sirin, Atha, Al-Hakam, Az-Zuhri, and Qafadha said, There is no harm in giving the yarn to the weaver to weave into cloth on the basis that one-third of the cloth is given to the weaver for his labor. Marmar said, There is no harm in hiring animals for a definite, fixed period on the basis that one-third or one-fourth of the products carried by the animals is given to the owner of the animals.
Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, concluded a contract with the people of Khaybar to utilize the land on the condition that half the products of fruits or vegetation would be their share. The Prophet, peace be upon him, used to give his wives one hundred wasq each, eighty wasq of dates and twenty wasq of barley. When Umar became the caliph, he gave the wives of the Prophet, peace be upon him, the option of either having the land and water as their shares or carrying on the previous practice. Some of them chose the land and some chose the wasq, and Aisha chose the land. Chapter on When No Period is Specified in the Contract of Sharecropping Narrated Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him made a deal with the people of Khaybar that they would have half the fruits and vegetation of the land they cultivated. Chapter on Permissibility of Sharecropping Narrated Amr I said to Ta'us, I wish you would give up Mukhabara, sharecropping, for the people say that the Prophet peace be upon him forbade it. On that, Fa'us replied, O Amr, I give the land to sharecroppers and help them. No doubt, the most learned man, namely Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, told me that the Prophet peace be upon him had not forbidden it, that is, al-mukhabara, but said, it is more beneficial for one to give his land free to one's brother than to charge him a fixed rental. Footnote Sharecropping is not forbidden, but it is recommended that one should let his Muslim brethren utilize one's own land without charging them anything. Chapter on Sharecropping with the Jews Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, gave the land of Khaybar to the Jews on the condition that they work on it and cultivate it and be given half of its yield. Chapter on What Conditions Are Disliked in Sharecropping Narrated Rafir, may Allah be pleased with him, we worked on farms more than anybody else in al Madina. We used to rent the land and say to the owner, the yield of this portion is for us, and the yield of that portion is for you, as the rent. One of those portions might yield something, and the other might not. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade us to do so. Chapter on If a Person Invests the Money of Someone Else in Cultivation Without Taking His Permission and the Enterprise Effects Profit to whom will the Prophet belong? Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, While three men were walking, it started raining, and they took shelter, refuge, in a cave in a mountain. A big rock rolled down from the mountain and closed the mouth of the cave. They said to each other, Think of good deeds which you did for Allah's sake only, and invoke Allah by giving reference to those deeds, so that he may remove this rock from you. One of them said, O Allah, I had old parents, 
and small children, and I used to graze the sheep for them. On my return to them in the evening, I used to milk the sheep and start providing my parents first of all before my children. One day I was delayed and came late at night and found my parents sleeping. I milked the sheep as usual and stood by their heads. I hated to wake them up and disliked to give milk to my children before them, although my children were weeping because of hunger at my feet till the day dawned. O Allah, if I did this for your sake only, kindly remove the rock so that we could see the sky through it. So, Allah removed the rock a little and they saw the sky. The second man said, O Allah, I was in love with a cousin of mine like the deepest love a man may have for a woman. I wanted to outrage her chastity, but she refused unless I gave her one hundred dinar. So I struggled to collect that amount. And when I sat between her legs, she said, O Allah's slave, be afraid of Allah, and do not deflower me except rightfully by legal marriage. So I got up. O Allah, if I did it for your sake only, please remove the rock. The rock shifted a little more. Then the third man said, O Allah, I employed a laborer for a faraq of rice, and when he finished his job and demanded his right, I presented it to him, but he refused to take it. So I sowed the rice many times till I gathered cows and their shepherd from the yield. Then after some time he came and said to me, Fear Allah and give me my right. I said, Go and take those cows and the shepherd. He said, Be afraid of Allah. Don't mock at me. I said, I am not mocking at you. Take all that. So he took all that. O oh Allah, if I did that for your sake only, please remove the rest of the rock. So Allah removed the rock. Also, see Hadith number 2272. Chapter on the Awqaf, that is, endowments, of the companions of the Prophet peace be upon him, and the land of Kharaj, Zakat. The contracts of sharecropping and other agreements of the companions. The Prophet peace be upon him said to Umar, Give those trees as a whole in charity, as waqf, so that those might not be sold, but their fruits can be spent and given in charity. So Umar gave those trees in charity. Narrated Zaid bin Aslam on the authority of his father. Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, said, But for the future Muslim generations, I would have distributed the land of the villages I conquer among the soldiers, as the Prophet peace be upon him distributed the land of Khaybar. Footnote Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, meant to keep the land as waqf for the Muslims to benefit by through the kharaj, the cat of cultivated land. Chapter on whoever cultivates neglected, uncultivated land belonging to nobody will own it. Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, 
had the same opinion concerning such land in Kufa. Omar said, Whoever cultivates uncultivated land belonging to nobody will possess it. Omar and Ibn Auf narrated the same from the Prophet peace be upon him, adding, provided that the land does not belong to any Muslim. Otherwise, one has no right to plant anything in it oppressively. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. The Prophet peace be upon him said, He who cultivates land that does not belong to anybody is more rightful to own it. Urwa said, Umar gave the same verdict in his caliphate. Chapter on the Blessed Valley of Al-Aqiq Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, while the Prophet peace be upon him was passing the night at his place of rest in Dhul in the bottom of the valley of Al-Aqiq, he saw a dream, and it was said to him, You are in a blessed valley. Musa said, Salim let our camels kneel at the place where Abdullah used to make his camel kneel, seeking the place where Allah's Messenger peace be upon him used to take a rest, which is situated below the mosque, which is in the bottom of the valley. It is midway between the mosque and the road. Narrated Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, while the Prophet peace be upon him was in Al-Aqiq, he said, Someone, meaning Jibril, Gabriel, came to me from my Lord tonight in my dream and said, Offer the Salah, prayer, in this blessed valley and say, I intend to perform Umrah along with Hajj together. Chapter on If the Owner of the Land says to the tenant, I let you utilize the land as long as Allah permits you, and does not mention a specific time for the expiration of the lease, then the lease can be continued according to the approval of both the parties. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, expelled the Jews and the Christians from Hijaz. When Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had conquered Khaybar, he wanted to expel the Jews from it, as its land became the property of Allah, his Messenger, and the Muslims. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, intended to expel the Jews, but they requested him to let them stay there, on the condition that they would do the labor and get half of the fruits. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, told them, we will let you stay on this condition, as long as we wish. So they, that is Jews, kept on living there until Umar forced them to go towards Taima and Ariha. Chapter on the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to share the yields and fruits of their farms with each other gratis. Narrated Rafir bin Khadij, may Allah be pleased with him, my uncle, Zuhair said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, forbade us to do a thing which was a source of help to us. I said, Whatever Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said was right. He said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, sent for me and asked, What are you doing with your farms? I replied, We give our farms on rent on the basis that we get the yield produced at the banks of the water streams, rivers, for the rent, 
or rent it for some wasq of barley and dates. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Do not do so, but cultivate the land yourselves, or let it be cultivated by others gratis, or keep it uncultivated. I said, We hear and obey. See Hadith number 2346, 2447. Footnote The majority of the religious scholars agree that to rent the land for its yields was not allowed by the Prophet peace be upon him, but to rent it for money was allowed. See Fath al-Bari. Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, the people used to rent their land for cultivation for one-third, one-fourth, or half its yield. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Whoever has land should cultivate it himself or give it to his Muslim brother gratis for cultivation. Otherwise, keep it uncultivated. Narrated Abu Huraira, May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, Whoever has land should cultivate it himself or give it to his Muslim brother gratis for cultivation. Otherwise, he should keep it uncultivated. See Hadith number 2346, 2347. Narrated Amr When I mentioned it, that is, the narration of Rafir bin Khadij, number 2339 to Ta'us, he said, It is permissible to rent the land for cultivation. For Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, said, The Prophet peace be upon him did not forbid that but said, One had better give the land to one's brother gratis rather than charge a certain amount for it. Narrated Nafir, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to rent his farms in the time of Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, and in the early days of Mu'afiyah. Then he was told the narration of Rafir bin Khadij, that the Prophet peace be upon him had forbidden the renting of farms. Ibn Umar went to Rafir, and I accompanied him. He asked Rafir, who replied that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had forbidden the renting of farms. Ibn Umar said, You know that we used to rent our farms in the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, for the yield of the banks of the water streams, rivers, and for a certain amount of figs, and in some copies of Sahil Bukhari. It is written, At-tibn, that is, chopped straw, instead of figs. Narrated Salim, Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, said, I knew that the land was rented for cultivation in the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Later on, Ibn Umar was afraid that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had forbidden it, and he had no knowledge of it. So he gave up renting his land. Chapter on to rent the land for gold and silver. Ibn Abbas said, The best thing to do is to take the uncultivated land on yearly rental basis. Narrated Hanzala bin Qais. Rafir bin Khadij said, My two uncles told me that they, that is, the companions of the Prophet peace be upon him, used to rent the land in the lifetime of the Prophet peace be upon him for the yield 
on the banks of the water streams, or for a portion of the yield stipulated by the owner of the land. The Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade it. I said to Rafir, What about renting the land for dinar and dirham? He replied, There is no harm in renting for dinar dirham. Al-Layth said, If those who have discernment for distinguishing what is legal from what is illegal looked into what has been forbidden concerning this matter, they would not permit it, for it is surrounded with danger. Footnote Al-Layth agreed in the Hadith with the common opinion of the scholars who think that renting the land is forbidden if it leads to arrogance and mischief. The principle of renting is not illegal. The scholars differ as to what ways of renting are permissible, and the majority of the religious scholars agree that to rent the land for its yield was not allowed by the Prophet peace be upon him, but to rent it for money was allowed. Fathul Bari Chapter on what is said about cultivating land in paradise. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Once the Prophet peace be upon him was narrating a story, while a Bedouin was sitting with him, saying, One of the inhabitants of paradise will ask Allah to allow him to cultivate the land. Allah will ask him, Are you not living in the pleasure you like? He will say, Yes, but I like to cultivate the land. The Prophet peace be upon him added, When the man will be permitted, he will sow the seeds, and the plants will grow up and get ripe, ready for reaping, and so on, till it will be as huge as mountains within a wink. Allah will then say to him, O son of Adam, here you are. Take it and gather the yield. Nothing satisfies you. On that, the Bedouin said, The man must be either from Quraysh, that is, an immigrant, or an Ansari, for they are farmers, whereas we are not farmers. The Prophet, peace be upon him, smiled at this. Chapter on what is said about planting trees Narrated Sahal bin Sa'ad, May Allah be pleased with him. We used to be very happy on Friday, as an old lady used to cut some roots of the silk, which we used to plant on the banks of our small water streams, and cook them in a pot of hers, adding to them some grains of barley. Yaqub, the sub-narrator, said, I think the narrator mentioned that the food did not contain fat or melted fat taken from meat. When we offered the Friday prayer, we would go to her and she would serve us with the dish. So we used to be happy on Fridays because of that. We used not to take our meals or the midday nap except after the Jumara prayer. Narrated Abu Huraira, May Allah be pleased with him. The people say that Abu Huraira narrates too many narrations. In fact, Allah knows whether I say the truth or not. They also say, Why do the emigrants and the Ansar not narrate as he does? In fact, my emigrant brethren were busy trading in the markets, and my Ansar brethren were busy with their properties. I was a poor man, keeping the company of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and was satisfied 
with what filled my stomach. So I used to be present while they, that is, the emigrants and the Ansar, were absent. And I used to remember while they forgot the Hadith. One day, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Whoever spreads his sheet till I finish the statement of mine and then gathers it over his chest will never forget anything of my statement. So I spread my covering sheet, which was the only garment I had, till the Prophet peace be upon him finished his statement. And then I gathered it over my chest. By him who had sent him, that is, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, with the truth, since then I did not forget even a single word of that statement of his, till this day of mine. By Allah, but for two verses in Allah's book, I would never have related any narration from the Prophet peace be upon him. These two verses are, Verily, those who conceal the clear proofs, evidences, and the guidance, which we have sent down, up to the Most Merciful. Quran, Chapter 2 Verse 159 and 160